There is no health without mental health. This is Mental Wealth on 103.2 Dublin City FM with Brian Green. To contact the programme, email mentalwealth at dublincityfm.ie. On today's programme, I'm talking technology again, but it's not the usual kind of technology chat and how technology is making us sad and getting us down, but maybe technology from another point of view and how it can be an aid and an improvement in our mental health. I'm talking with William Cummings on the phone. William, how are you doing? How you doing, Brian? How are you? Good. Uh, you've invented an app which um, you're going to tell us how does it work and what's it called? So it, uh, the app is called um, the Babs app. Um, that's after Barbara Sheridan, um, who um, unfortunately last year took her own life. Um, uh, you know, uh, with some sad circumstances around it. And, but what's come out of that is a great awareness uh, about um, how we can use technology in some way to help uh, people that are that are suffering with mental health issues. Um, our app is built around people getting the right information, the right supports, and basically empowering people to understand um, what's happening with, with them and then giving them the supports and the tools to actually go out there and um, try and understand it. And therefore, once they understand it, hopefully that will have a knock-on effect that they'll be able to do more themselves. It is about empowerment. So just let me say from the start that it's about empowering the person themselves to make the changes. William, you were, you were writing this programme uh, before this incident happened. Was that true? That's true. I was, um, from my own experience, um, I I had, um, you know, and I'm open to say this on the radio, I had... Um, you know, tried to take my own life uh, five years ago. And um, it was only purely by faith that uh, something happened that actually stopped me on the day. And uh, following on from that, a month later, I decided that I wasn't going to stay in the cycle anymore, that I was going to try and do something about it. And I started researching what had happened to me. And I started researching ways of how to, you know, pull myself out of it. And I actually met a, a very nice person along the way called Johnny Moran. And we, you know, he's a psychotherapist. And we talked about, you know, self-empowerment and, and how, uh, you know, how it, it, it's the person that has to make the change. So I started writing and I was talking about care packages, how do, um, you know, how the mind works and about um, just having a, a, a listening kind of um, app. But after what happened with Barbara, um, I decided that, there's lots of stuff out there for our, where you can download music, where you, and and they're all great things um, that that are out there. There's got some great initiatives, but I I wanted my own one to be more in in tune with with actually what happened to me. So um, our, our app is for, is kind of it's for everybody, but it gets down to the nitty gritty of of you know how am I feeling today? What am I going to do? So the app has five parts to it one of them being um, the mind palace and this allows you to upload music it allows you to upload pictures and essentially it's, it's a it's a digital care package it's, it's what it is what it's for 
and this uh, this is an action to allow reaction is what we say so it's um it's if somebody is feeling bad they can go into this care package um and that's you know really really important for people that they can you know that they know that they they have this and we've adapted to the app that you uh you don't have to be in your house that you can look at it anywhere um you, you are and it it won't be invasive to the to the space that you're in it works with iPhone and Android, I suspect. Yes, it, yes, it, it, it works with um, iPhone and, and Android, and it, 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 it nowhere in the app does it say mental health, or nowhere in the app does it say that it, um, you know suicide prevention or anything like that. It, it basically just looks like your your normal app on your phone, and it's it, you know it's compatible with with, with both uh, services. And I, we, we believe that that's very important because you can be sitting in a cafe and you can have it open and you can be working through the different parts of it that, um, you know, and uh, so it's, 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 a, it's a nice app and it's uh, very, very easy to, to use as well. The second part of it is uh, a goals calendar. The goals calendar, again, is very, very important for anybody who has suffered from mental health um, and like myself. Um, I set goals for myself and I'm not afraid to say well, on the radio that one of my goals at one stage was to get up and wash my face and walk to my front door and, and I did that for a month and then started to build from there the goals calendar will send you, once you input your goal, it will send you messages of encouragement and will help you achieve them, the, the goals it also allows, gives you a section where you can write how you feel that day and it also helps with uh, managing your medication. Uh, so there's a lot actually in the, the goals calendar section that um, is very, very useful again. Uh, and you'll probably find that I was, I was saying very, very useful things a, a lot because I found these things. I had my own diary and I used to write down what time I had to take my tablet, um, you know, uh, take my medication. And I would mark off when I missed them and, and, and when I took them and, and I would look back over the week and make out a little chart for myself well the actual app does all that for you so it tells you when you've missed your your medication and when you've taken your medication you can get a weekly report on it which I think is very very important for people who are who are dealing with, with mental health issues It sounds like I need this app myself if I'm, you know, a bit, <laughs> I'm a bit disorganised and, and it might help organise me so there's nothing stigmatising about the language that's in the app it's, it, anybody could use it Anybody anybody can use it actually um, Barbara's sister Jenny has said that you know uh, once the once the app hits the market that she's going to download it and use it herself you know and, and it is something that I do believe that people will use you know there's there's nothing you don't have to be dealing with with issues and there's various types of uh, levels of issues out there uh, you know in the country at the moment so this is to help anybody who who needs it and it, it, there's some really really good tools in it and as I say there might be some things that are, are missing from it but there, this is my this is my story this is how I turned my life around I, I know that everything in it will be used and will be beneficial to those who are who are dealing with with the same issues that I dealt with? You're saying that it's it's not yet available; that it's going to be out soon. Tell us uh, when will people be able to get it? And you've mentioned the Mind Palace and the calendar. What are the other features in the app as well? So it it will be um, 
it will be the end of January when people will be able to get get the app. Uh, we are going to launch it. It's going to be launched in the Mansion Hill uh, when we're launching it, and uh, we're hoping to have a bit of a you know a, a good launch around it. The other the other service, which uh, you know is a is a My Buddies section, and that's where you can ask um, uh, your four people. So it's a maximum of four people that you can put into that section. And that's people that you trust that, you know, that if you are, if you're in a bad place and you're basically calling out for help and that you can contact these people Now you can have the, you can have the buddies in your phone naturally. Um, and when you make a call to them, uh, the app won't react. It will just be a general phone call or text message. But if you go into the My Buddy section and you call them, you call one of those four people through the app, then the app will send the GPS location of your phone to those to those people. So the the My Buddy section is really a, a call for help. Brilliant. Uh, so people will know where that call has come from, and people uh, who own the app and are putting their information into it will know that this tracking is happening from the get-go. Yeah, They're not so, going to find out yeah, after the so, fact yeah, it, it's, so, it's built in. No, it's, it's built in. So um, each section of the app has um, a data protection, you know, to it and it has all the information about, you know, who, what will happen when you go in. That's very important to us that people know because you're, you're, the majority of people that will download this app are going to be vulnerable people um, in some way or, or in some way or another, they're going to feel that. So we're going to be very, very open and honest about what happens when you go into each section of the app. If there's any kind of sharing of information, we'd be very, very open and honest about that. We're hoping to have all these um, all these sections where you go in and you, you read all our policies. Will be You'll be able to choose the language and we are hoping at some stage to have it in sign language as well, uh, so that uh, everybody will be able to use the app. We're in talks with people about that at the moment. Brilliant. Um, it, it reminds me of a situation where the Samaritans brought out an app called Radar in association yeah. with Twitter, but they ran into awful problems with uh, the community at large who were not liking some of the kind of monitoring effects of the app that were in place. Yeah. And uh, I think the lesson that might have been learned would be that from from the very first version through to everyone signing up, that they know what the app does and how it is monitoring and and what it is doing in what exactly. circumstances. And, you know what I what I say to people is that we're not monitoring anybody and we're not going to send your friend a message because I'm actually well aware of the of the Samaritans app and it, you know where it was coming from a good place and um, the, the Twitter the radar it was coming from a good place. You know, maybe, you know, just we all know that a little bit more thought uh, should have been put into it at the time. We, again, this is about empowerment. So you decide what happens. You decide are you going to call your buddy from inside of the app or are you just going to call them from your phone? Um, you will know what what will happen if you call from inside the app. The, the app will send the, the GPS location of your phone. What I find when people call out for, you know, somebody is calling out for help, you know, we all know that people go out and look for someone um, and maybe if, if they find them quicker, they will be able to react. And uh, what I say about the mind palace is if somebody was to call, you know, if one of the user was to call one of their buddies through the app, what I would be saying to the buddy is, is to direct them to the mind palace because that's an action that allows reaction. Um, you put them into the mind palace, you might be buying yourself two or three minutes to get people 
to that location to help that person um, and to, to bring them to a safer and better place. When people do uh, CBT and uh, compassion-focused therapy and, and any kind of therapy, you end up with a set of tools that the therapist has given you. And it's almost as if you need a toolbox. And I'm thinking of one of those kind of plastic, hardened plastic toolboxes to carry your chisels and hammers and saws and blades and things. And it sounds like your app is a toolbox of things that are going to be useful to you as you go on in your onward life journey. Yeah, that's well that's you know, that's a that's a great way of putting it. And um, you know, we say it's an empowerment tool um to you know, f- for you. And and the great thing about this is that if you use the goals calendar and you use the section where you write, you know, how you're feeling, you will be able to go back and reflect, you know, of, of how you felt and, and that's great when you know how far you've come in, in life because we, we can all go through tough times and, and I know I look back and reflect on, on my own life and I say, you know, I, I wasn't right then uh, but I've, I've come a long way and I, I have a great support system around me and not everybody is fortunate enough to have that great support system but this will help and, you know, that kind of brings me on to the next section of it which is the My Services section so we're hoping to engage with all the mental health services that are out there, obviously the accredited ones, um, the non-commercial and commercial, and we're going to break that into two sections. So when you go and look at the services that you need, um, most of us would go and Google information. And we all know that, you know, once you Google something, it's an algorithm that's, that's looking to, to get you the answer. With us, the answers will be there. You'll have a link to the, the proper website, you'll have um, a touch button if you want to ring them with their phone number, and that will be all the non-commercial and the, and the commercial side. So we'll, people will know and be given the option straight off the bat if they want to go for the non-commercial, which would be the, the Samaritans, as we, as we mentioned, and then to the commercial side, because some people might, you know, will be in a, might be in a position to want to go private and they here they would have all the information of the services that are available to them that they might not have known um, if it wasn't for something like this. So there, there will be um, a library of such of services that, that's available and we will make sure that those services are correct, vetted and are you know, of a certain standard. Is there a commercial opportunity there to get some funding to keep the app going by kind of like doing a yellow pages type listings where the commercial services maybe um, contribute to you? The way we want it to work is that um, we we obviously know that we need funding to to support the app. That's one thing. Um, So there will be some sort of commercial entity there, but what we're not allowing to do is the app will be free of ads. So you won't be in something and then you'll have to wait a minute until the ad is finished. There won't be any of that on the commercial side of it. You know, there will be some commercial, you know, there will be some money coming in to, to have their name in there. Um, but we won't just, it's not It's not money-orientated. We don't want to make um, any money from this. Um, myself and Jenny are going to hold on to our, onto our jobs and, and stuff like that and, and run it, you know, without kind of we're not taking a wage from it or anything like that so anything we make will go into the app and also supporting spaces around the city re- reflection spaces 
So yes, in a way, there, there is some commercial viability there, but in you know, it's it's not going to be. People shouldn't be worried or swayed that they'll be in the middle of um, writing how they feel in the day, and then a, an advertisement will pop up, and there'll be no kind of guidance in in that where you know where where to be ads kind of say no go to this and go to that that isn't what that isn't what we built it for and we wouldn't let that happen so i'll just give you the last bit of the app which is the my support so that's if you're seeing a doctor yourself and um, you would put their you would put their name and their address in there i know myself that when i was suffering my i actually lost my doctor's number and i was very agitated that day so that's there that's the last bit so there's the five Brilliant. I, I picked up there, you're mentioning things are happening in the real world. So the app is very much personalised and, and for the individual and it's in cyberspace. But you actually then, Bab's app, do things out in the real world. Tell me a bit about that. Yeah, so um, with regards to um, what we do out in the real world, uh, this year uh, the Bab's app team got together and we used with 21 volunteers, we took over a space in Wilton Terrace, which is just here beside Baggett Street, and it was completely overgrown. Overgrown, it's on the banks of the canal, and there was 21 stone pots underneath all this overgrowth. And we took all the overgrowth away. Um, we planted it with a really nice plant, and we put up artboards, positive artboards. So we had "Remember Me" for people who wanted to remember people in it. You know, people said to us, only people that commit suicide, we said, no, no, if you want to come down and write the name down of somebody, feel free to come down. We had When I Grow Up um, for children to come and write down what they wanted to be when they grow up. Um, and some adults took the advantage of writing down on that board. And um, and we also had then the My Bucket List. So it was, all about, it was all about saying to people, come down, write down what you want to do. And then you have a space you can always go back to and say, well, you know, I wrote that, I, I, I achieved that now. Uh, and I wrote it down and I, you know, I put it in my head. Yeah, I really want to do that. And, and it was very, very positive. We had over 100 people come down on, on the day that we launched it. And every Wednesday between 6 and 8, I go up there with my high V vest on. And if anybody wants to come along and talk, they can. And I also do it between 12 and 3 on a Saturday if people are just feeling a bit lonely or feel they have nobody to talk to. And I just want to say that this is a this is a listening service or if you just want to come up and sit in quiet and want to feel safe that somebody is there looking after you, that's that's what it is. We don't we don't give advice, we don't tell you what to what what to, what to do. If you look for some information from us, we will get that. We will research it for you and give you the correct information and and give you the, the same, the, the right phone number to ring. But there, there's no guidance, you know, you should do this or you should do that. We're just there if somebody is feeling lonely or, or feeling a bit down and they feel they have nobody else to talk to. Wilton Terrace, Wednesday or Saturday, there'll be somebody there to, to listen to you and, and, and chat to you if, if that's what you need. It sounds like uh, a wonderful kind of open air meetup that doesn't have any rent to go to a hotel or a bar or a cafe or anything no that's what that's what it's about it's about kind of you don't need anything to come along you, you can just come along and you, you can be yourself it's a wonderful space we are hoping to do a little bit more along the canal and you know we're hoping to get kind of some some seating area in which we think will be lovely in the summer and, 
kind of thing. But you, you might even just want to come along and just bring a friend down to a space that is, you know, it's it's a nice space to sit there on one side of the canal, looking over at the at these planted plant pots and this artwork that's above, and you know, it might spark a conversation. You know, um, with the bucket list, you, you and your friends might decide, well, we're going to do this. We're going to do this together. We're going to do. We're, we're going to write something down here together, and we're going to go and do it. Or you might be there with a child, and they'll say, "Oh, you look at that, that kid." And, you know, when I grow up, they might say, "Well, when I grow up, and it's all about starting positive conversations." That once you start a conversation, and once you say something out loud, a lot of time that's your that's your trigger to actually do that. So that's the reason why we built that, and we're hoping to do more places around because. The app is digital, and as you said, it's, it's you know it's on the web and it's digital and it's personal. These spaces, we're, we're hoping to do a lot more, and you know have them in key positions around the city that people can go to and just reflect, or on the days that somebody there they can go and talk and, and get you know and they can ask, you know, do you know the number of this or I live in this area, do you know if there's something available to me and we would research that and get them the right information Brilliant, so to recap I'm talking with uh, William Cummings and it's Babs app, B-A-B-S for uh, named after Barbara Sheridan a cousin of yours, a second cousin of yours I do believe and yeah. it's going to come out in January and you meet every Wednesday at 7 and Saturday at uh, between 12 and, 3. 12 and 3 at Wilton Terrace which I think is very close to where the the Paddy Kavanagh statue is sitting on the bench on the um, right, yeah, on the Grand indeed. Canal uh, will you have uh, will you come back on the show with us when the app has been released in January oh definitely I, I'd, I'd love to come back on the show and you know have, have a chat and you know, you know you're, you're more than welcome to come down to Wilton Terrace one of the days and we can have a chat Brilliant. And uh, do you have a website or can people ask questions or become kind of uh, beta testers for your app or anything? Uh, where would people get in touch with you? Yeah, um, so we have, um, at the moment, we have a Facebook page, Twitter and Instagram um, that we send out positive messages uh, every day on. And that's it's just at Babs app. So it's at B-A-B-S-A-P-P. Um, if you put that in, it'll bring in, uh, feel free to like the page. Feel free to, to ask questions, make comments, um, and we, we are very responsive on it. So if you ask a question, you'll get an answer. If you want to, you know, if you, if you want to arrange to come down and, and see us at Wilton Terrace, we can always arrange for, for more than one volunteer to be there if you're coming down and you want to ask a specific question or you, you, you feel that you need to have a bit of one-to-one time with us. Again, we're not um, we're not we're not going to give you a full therapy session because that's not what we're there for. But if you want to come down and, and have a conversation, or just you need somebody to listen to you, um, you know, we're there and we keep everything very very confidential. So. Brilliant. Uh, as I always say in, in interviews like this, if anything that we've discussed has uh, made you feel uh, that you might need to talk to someone, you can talk to the Samaritans on 116123. That's uh, a free phone number and the number isn't even registered in your phone or on your bill. It's uh, completely anonymous on 116123 for the Samaritans. William, it's been wonderful talking to you. The very best of luck with the app. It's only, a, it's only about eight weeks to January, so you've got a lot to be doing to get it finished and ready 
Yeah, there is. There's a, there's, there's a lot of work to be done, but we have, you know, we, we've already built the prototype, so um, we're just working out some of the some of the kinks and some of the some of the um, you know the, the legalities behind it. But we, we we believe that we're gonna we're gonna get there, we're gonna get there and we're gonna be there on time. Brilliant. It's a wonderful success story. Uh, Babs app is what it's called. They're on all the social networks at Babs app. William, thanks for your time today. Uh, take care. Thank you. There is no health without mental health. This is Mental Wealth on 103.2 Dublin City FM with Brian Green. From time to time on Mental Wealth, we have unusual clips and outtakes and today is not any different. It's rare as much as it is unusual. It's a 1995 recording of an interview with Jerry Adams by the renowned psychiatrist and mental health broadcaster Dr. Anthony Clare, famous for his broadcasts on the BBC in the psychiatrist chair. This is from a series on Scottish television called The Anthony Clare Interviews, and it was the first episode. Have a listen. Would you have had much contact with Protestants, Presbyterians? Uh, when, when I was in Ballamurphy as a, a teenager, and we, we began to discover that there, were, there was such a thing as sex, and there was an opposite sex. Our, our first fumbling explorations were in the Moyard area, which was a loyalist area. So our, our first uh, en- encounters with, 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 with young women was with uh, Protestant young women. And because? Were, well, simply because they were just across the road from where we were. And I know that some historians try to paint up the 60s as, and the late 50s as being different. There was polarization then, and it, it came to the surface clearly at times of the 12th of July and around mm-hmm. that period. Mm-hmm. But it was peaceful polarization. Uh, we, we went shopping on the Shankill. I went regularly to shop on the Shankill. I, when I was, I bought my first bike on the Shankill. I bought my first motorbike on the Shankill. Uh, I went to a boxing club for a very short time. I was a very bad boxer. Uh, my my uh, cousin was a good amateur boxer. And, and he fought for a, a boxing club on the Shankill Road, and he brought me there for, for some weeks. And then when I, when I dropped out of college, I went to work in, a, in what would be called a loyalist working class area of the uh, Old Lodge Road, in, in a pub, though Catholic owned, mm. was, was mm. Uh, its entire clientele were, were working class uh, Protestant people. Why did you drop out? Uh, a mixture of, of, of reasons. The, I was getting it. I had become interested in politics. And how had that come about? I know you read. About, what it, else? It had come about almost by dint of accident that, that uh, on the way to St Mary's College, and which is in Barrick Street at the, the foot of the Falls Road, I had had to pass what I discovered to be a Sinn Féin election room. And it was during a, a, an election, a general election here in the north of Ireland. And they, they, they displayed the Irish tricolour, the Irish national flag, in the window of the election room, which was illegal. And Dean Paisley, who was less known then than now, threatened to take the uh, flag out, to march up the Falls Road, and to Divis Street and take the flag out. And the RUC obliged them. And they came and seized the flag, and the, the Sinn Féin people, as it turned out, put the flag back in and 
they come back again and the IUC come back again and smashed in. Jerry Adams, in interview with Dr. Anthony Clare in 1995. This is Mental Wealth. I'm Brian Green and I'm off in Malta this week at the International Radio Festival. I'll be back on the radio next Tuesday at 12.30. Until then, have a great week. Stay safe, take care and bye-bye.